2: I think there's an urgency. I think everybody, you know, from myself to Mike to guys that have been on the team for a while, you know, TJ, Cam, you know, everybody, uh, you know, we've, we've had enough of this. You know, it's, it's time to, to get some wins. It's time to take these next steps. And, and uh, so, yeah, we're, we're. I think there's some urgency here for sure.
4: That was Art Second talking about the urgency of getting some playoff wins and turning this Ship around and into the right direction. Doran Dickerson, Pat Bostick, Jeff Hathorn, Austin Bechtold behind the glass with you on the Fan Morning Show. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Jeff, uh, you obviously were there and um, you've spoken to Art the Second a-, a bunch of times and you kind of know his pace. We were talking about Nance and those guys' pace and it doesn't really fluctuate. You know what you're going to get. And I'm sure that you knew what you're going to walk into yesterday with uh, Art the Second. He was going to answer questions and um, he obviously has a way of doing things. He is a lawyer and, uh, you know, he's not going to give too much for anybody to run with, but that right there to start the show, the urgency that in, in being impatient, it, you could just feel it that, um, you know, he needs the, he needs this franchise to head into the right direction and it just hasn't been there in the last seven years.
5: So in arts world or in arts vernacular, that is pounding the table you know smashing something that that's about as intense as you hear him and that's just the way not just him his family his family it's always been very very low key you know not going to get too high not going to get too low uh, but he mentioned it that they do have to have changes he recognizes it and i i know everybody gets frustrated we all do we all have critiques it's not like these guys don't want to win i mean art wants to win he just because he doesn't have his own weekly talk show like Jerry Jones mm-hmm. does doesn't mean he he doesn't want to win. Um, it's just a matter of what are they going to do to end it? I mean, th- those are great words. What what more are they going to do to get themselves on the right track?
6: Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I thought he was as forthright as you're going to get from from an owner, um, from from Art, who is very measured, I think, in his comments. I don't think he wants to – He's, he's cautious of undercutting Mike Tomlin because he does. He expressed his faith in him. Uh, he, he said, "I thought one of the more poignant comments was if if we didn't have faith in Mike, we would we'd move on, mm-hmm. um, which is commonsensical. But to say it is is an expression of hey, we're assessing constantly. Um, it, it's hard. I mean, you watch those games, and I was listening to Beckie on the on the pre-pre show. You know, it's." You watch Patrick Mahomes and you think, how do we beat that? Yes. You know, and then you look at Detroit and how close they were and the margins being this close. And I think when you play the game, when you're around the game, you realize that the difference between winning and losing is, is just minute. The difference between now being a championship team, there's something way different there. And to find that especially in today's game where so much of it is dependent on the guy under center because it's such a passing league. It's frustrating when you're in that position and you don't really know what your pa- what is your path. Mm-hmm. And you made a decision to draft Kenny Pickett. You want it to be right, but he's got to step up and play better. And you feel like you're so far away, but the reality is they're a couple plays away from beating Buffalo. They are. They don't turn the ball over in the end zone. You know they take advantage of some opportunities in that third quarter.
4: It's a, it is a tough league, and yes, they want to win, but it's hard. It, it you're right. You are a couple of plays away. I mean, look at San Francisco and look how the second half you know transpired for them. I mean, they're 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 a well,
5: freak catch away from being out of that game. Yes. To your point, what's the line of okay, we we've got Mahomes, we got Burrow, we got Lamar, we've got all of worrying about trying to be them. But also just focusing in on yourself. Yeah, I, I think it's because, I because they can't be. Like, they're not going to draft or ever create a Mahomes at quarterback for the Pittsburgh. Steelers. The that likelihood, the
6: likelihood is minimal. I mean, you're in a world, and this is where I think the National Football League is so it, it it's so fascinating because for a guy like Oma, you, almost have to run. You you have to plan for the for now and the future at the same time. And it, it's what, – what you may win with today and what be, might be your best path to competing for a, a division championship and a conference championship and a Super Bowl berth today may be different in four years if you don't have a generational talent. And if you have a generational talent like Mahomes or, or – I, I wouldn't even throw Burrow in there necessarily right now. I mean, Mahomes is on a different level. Yes, A different level. I, I, you can throw Allen even – they, they're not even close. Right now, and Lamar isn't. They're not even close <laughs> to this dude. I mean, this is this is a team that stunk for part of the year, and he just turns it on. Um, if you don't have that man, you're kind of like, you're living almost separate lives every day. It's what's what's best for the future, what's best for right now. What's that? What's that shelf life of how we have to win? Um, and that that's why drafting is so important why free agency becomes so important but if you have a guy at that position man life's simple just surround that guy with everything he needs and they've done that there they got a good offensive line in kansas city they sacrifice perimeter players for it
4: and they got a damn good defense i feel like there's a silver lining though like it's like okay how far how far are you in in retrospect to those guys and let's exclude mahomes and like if you see mahomes you're probably going to see him in a in a championship game, maybe. And, you know, like that, and you'll worry about that whenever you get there. I mean, he's an anomaly. He's he's just outside of everybody else, outside the realm of every other quarterback. And you're trying to compare of like, how do you get to Burrows, and how do you get a Burrow, and how do you get to Allen, how do you get to Lamar? There's a little silver lining that I you know I, I feel is very necessary right now and heading into next year, and that's the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions don't have a world beater at quarterback. Now he's done very well for himself, but he's not even. In the second tier, probably, with Allen, Burrow, Jackson. He's not in the second tier, Jared Goff, but they figured out a way to get there. They lost, but they figured out a way to get there. I think that that's the route the Steelers need to take. I think if Kenny can play somewhat like Jared Goff, and they surround him with the right people and the right mentality, I think that that's their only route of getting to somewhere like the Lions got to.
6: We talked about this earlier. This is why this offensive coordinator hire is so important. You know, you look at th- these stats may come as a surprise to people. Detroit was third in the league in passing offense, two hundred and sixty a game. You envision this Pittsburgh Steeler team, as it's currently constructed, averaging two hundred and sixty a game through the air? No, I could. Gonna take the right coordinator. Yeah, they have. Take, they, gonna, have the ta- they have the talent. Gonna take stepping up. They also, at the same time. Sixth in the league in rushing offense, so they're they're balanced. But Ben Johnson's does such a good job with that offense; they turned Jared Goff into one of the better passers in the league, even though Brad Spielberger says he's not a, he's a top fifteen quarterback, maybe mm-hmm. skill wise. So they maximize the talent they had. That's why this coordinator hire. So you look at Arthur Smith; they're top three in the league in rushing attempts. Three of his five years, calling plays. Top three in the league, that means you're looking 60, 40, 58, 30, you know, 42. It's heavy. You're not averaging 260 a game throwing the ball doing that. And you look at these teams that are in contention for a Super Bowl, passing offense has a lot to do with it. Mm hmm.
4: Mm hmm. But, I mean, but whenever you kind of, you know, relate it to the offensive coordinator position, and obviously, like you just said, that is vital to the success of the Steelers' offense. I mean, who else is out there though? This who is, else is gonna Who else is gonna elevate them?
6: This is the hard part, man. Because like look, look, Dallas is top in the league in passing offense. I have no faith they'll ever make a Super Bowl. No with faith. Prescott. Zero. Miami with Tua. No faith that they'll make a Super Bowl. I don't care. I don't care if they've got Albert Einstein as their head coach. I don't think they're gonna make it. Detroit close. San Francisco. They made it. Obviously. Minnesota. Kirk Cousins. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Rams. Kansas City, definitely. Houston, there's a future there. Mm-hmm. There's no question there's a future there. But as the Steelers are currently constructed, what, what will frustrate fans right now is the right coordinator is an Arthur Smith, probably. Yes. Yep. Because their best bet to be competitive next year is to get more consistent running the football and build play action off of it.
1: And Th- something that's... else that you brought up about, sorry to cut you off, Pat, just talk about Detroit. What's the difference between Lamar Jackson and... Joe Burrow, everybody, Patrick Mahomes, C.J. Stroud. What's the big caveat in comparison to the Lions? They're all in the AFC, and who do the Lions have to go up against quarterback-wise in the NFC? That has to be comparison to what the Steelers are facing. Trevor Lawrence can go on and on.
6: Yeah, but they, they they're competitive and have beaten those teams, running the ball, mm-hmm. and the comparisons: Najee Harris, Derrick Henry.
1: They're they're going to pick
6: up his option. I mean, that's where it's, hey, Arthur Smith, top three rushing offense in in football, three of his five years coordinating, including taking the Falcons from 25th to 10th in one year. It's not going to make people happy, but in terms of winning a division.
5: If it's Arthur, he's going to, he's, I mean, it's all about winning. It's all about winning. That's the bottom line. But he is not going to win over the fans. That is going to be an unpopular choice. He is going to face scrutiny. Unlike any offensive coordinator in a long time, maybe maybe, maybe, even as bad as Canada, because it's like when Jamie Dixon left Pitt. All right, we're finally going to see some offense. We're going to see that three go down that kept us from getting to the final four. Thank goodness. We're going to, and that didn't, that didn't pan out I mean
4: Arthur Smith is going to have you know if he is the guy, he'll have a philosophy, and you know he'll he will hang his hat on what we just said and you know how he was the offensive coordinator with the Titans and what he did with Atlanta, but he, I mean he's going to evolve as well. Now I think you, I think that the best coordinators and the best coaches evolve to what their personnel is, and now,
5: the reality is you could say Ravens win that game if they have a running back touch the ball more than six times, yeah as enamored as they got with the passing game. Maybe if they would have run the ball a little bit more.
4: They got they got enamored with, okay, let's let Lamar Jackson be the MVP and let him beat Mahomes and then he could really etch his etch his name into, you know, wherever to be one of the top tier uh quarterbacks year, you know, whenever you talk about whenever the years come around, Lamar Jackson, he beat Mahomes. I think that they're more enamored by that. And so I think he was too. That's
6: a great point. And back to you you were talking about this earlier. They they made it Lamar Jackson versus Patrick yes. Mahomes. You don't win that battle. No. It's the Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, whomever you're playing. It's not quarterback versus quarterback. You try to play that game against those dudes? Done. 99 times out of 100, 95 times out of 100, you're losing. You're losing that battle. You lost it with Ben. Yep. More often than not. And he's one of the best ever. So if you make it all about that position, which it's very important, especially if you don't have one of those – elite guys, man, you're
4: playing with fire. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Art II also said yesterday that um, Kenny Pickett is still their guy, but he does need to improve. We'll hear from Art next, but first a Beckdold Headline.
1: Two weeks away from Super Bowl Sunday, Kansas City Chiefs-San Francisco 49ers rematched in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Chargers are targeting Ravens director of player personnel Joe Hortis as their new general manager. He's going to pair with Jim Harbaugh going from John to Jim to work in the Chargers organization. And a potential Mike Tomlin extension, Art Rooney talked about it yesterday, could get done. Look at the summer that it's going to get done when it gets done. Headlines, Probably Bowser and Genesis Monroeville now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. Whoever wins a big game in February gets a guaranteed ring. You know who else has a
4: guaranteed ring? Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. If your fiance does doesn't love her engagement ring from Noah Gabriel, exchange the ring for one she loves up until a whole year after purchase. I guarantee you'll have a great experience at Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. For that perfect engagement ring, visit Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers in Wexford or Ross Park Mall or visit them online, noahgabrielco.com.
2: we still feel good about Kenny and, and uh, uh, where he can go. Uh, obviously he does need to take another step and, and, uh, and that's an important component of the next coordinator, making sure he helps Kenny take the next step. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Kenny's, uh, you know, we, we still feel, feel comfortable with Kenny, but you know, that being said, uh, you know, you can't discount what Mason did and can't discount the fact that, you know, having competition, uh, will be good for everybody. And, uh, I think Mike feels that way and we all feel that way so you know I would say there's still more to come to see who's who's in the room on on the quarterback room we start camp this summer.
4: That was our second on uh Kenny Pickett and you know what he's going to look for look out of uh look for in him next year and he's still the guy right now but um he needs to improve. Pat Bostick, Doran Dickerson Jeff Hathorn Austin Bechtold behind the glass. The time is 622. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-Twins. What does Kenny need to do? Like, does he mean – I mean, I know that Kenny needs to play better. I think we all know that. He needs to, you know, take really take over and take ownership of that position. But does he need to – does he need to be – the quarterback that the offense needs to go through or do you think that they can kind of split it up and be a balanced offense in the fact that Kenny Pickett doesn't need to go in and win us games every single weekend or is that what they're looking for out of Kenny I mean he is a first round pick does he need to make that big of a jump or does he need to make a fine-tuned jump to be able to to guide this offense with the new offensive coordinator I
6: mean they've I, I would I would say they're their change mid-season would be an admission of the fact that they have essentially, and Jeff, you've said this wasted the last couple of years in terms of figuring out what they have in Kenny. Um, And, and you know, I'm going to kind of go back a little bit on what I, I said last, last segment, which was, yeah, this team's best path to winning and competing for a division championship is, is running the football and establishing the line of scrimmage, controlling the clock, all those things. That being said, their, their best chance, of finding out what they have with Kenny Pickett and whether or not he's the answer is to get somebody in here that is a proven system of developing quarterbacks and, and see if he can be that. If he can, if he can turn into a, if we're saying, Hey, Kenny Pickett's a system quarterback, but he's playing winning football. That's a win next year. Cause that's what they're saying about Brock Purdy mm-hmm. system quarterback. I mean, I'd love to be saying that about Kenny Pickett next year. So who, who can, and I'm not saying Shanahan or they, or that obviously makes a lot of sense, but you know, is that answer more important right now than winning? Is that answer more important? And if you're on the road to finding out what you have in quarterback, if winning happens, you've, you've hit the lottery. What? Sorry. I, I, I think it's a, it's a kind of a, a pretty darn big
5: question. He's gotta be him like he he can't go on this offseason and try to be CJ Stroud or Jordan Love. He'll never throw it as far as them. Never, ever. never ever. But the comparable is Purdy because you look at their skill sets, you look at their size, you look at the throws they make, you look at the escapability at times, the ability to use their feet. Purdy's in a great system. Kenny needs to be in a lot better system. Obviously the play action game is his game. He's not going to be a guy that's going to go back there and create and throw it 50 times. If that is the Kenny Pickett that that the Steelers have at quarterback or if that's the system that they're going to devise for him, they're going to fail miserably. He needs to be a play-action system guy. He doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have some of those intangibles that other quarterbacks have, the God-given gifts that other quarterbacks have. He, he just doesn't have it. What do you think it is, though?
4: And this is, has, has my mind has been it has been spinning since the preseason. Do you think it's confidence? You think it's him not being able to slow the game down? I can't really pinpoint what it is. I like what what matters most for a quarterback. Whenever you have all the intangibles and all the characteristics on the table, and you could pick one, you could pick arm strength, you could pick accuracy, you could pick mobility, you can pick um, um, you know smarts, you can pick confident, you can pick um, competitive. What what is the biggest characteristic that you would pick, Pat and Jeff? But what is Kenny missing out of all those characteristics as well?
6: i think it's a it's a full understanding of of the offensive plan and I, i'm not again i'm not in his head i'm not in the, i don't have the green dot on my helmet i don't i don't have all those things but it's one of the reasons i say you know and, and this is where arthur Smith does not check any of the boxes with regard to quarterback development and being a quote quarterback guy you know going out there breaking the huddle knowing exactly what it's expected of me and how I'm supposed to play. Not only what I'm supposed to do, but how I'm supposed to do it. And I know that sounds like really fundamental, but it's, it's one of the things that's made Brock Purdy really good. Is Now he's getting a little bit better and more proficient off-platform and moving around making plays, but it, it's just, he, he is wired and programmed, almost robotic at times. And they find a way to manufacture easy throws for him, and then he'll go make a He'll know when it's time to make a contested throw or take a risk or take a chance or take a shot. Uh, I don't see that level of confidence in Kenny. He had that his last couple years at Pitt. He was so familiar with that offense, so comfortable with what Mark Whipple asked of him that it, it was it was muscle memory. And the NFL is a different – it's not college. It's you know, higher level of, of, of scheme you're going against, better understanding by defenses of what you do well and not. But, you know, I really want to see him have the opportunity to own an offense because he believes he can throw it 50 times a game. That's what's – he still believes that. Mm-hmm. He believes he's better when the ball's in his hands. He doesn't want to run the ball and play action. Most quarterbacks don't. And I'm, I'm, He's not unique in that regard. They want to throw it. Mm-hmm. But any quarterback's better when you're
5: balanced. So, so what does it say when Art says he needs to read defenses better? And he's he needs to get the team into, into better situations offensively.
4: I mean that tells me that he's not seeing it fast enough. He's not processing fast enough, and that happens. Like it's not like it's it's you know it's not like it's a a knock really on Kenny. It's just the game happens a lot faster whenever you do get the NFL level, and sometimes it takes three years, sometimes it takes four years, and especially at the quarterback position. Okay, uh,
6: not going to share insider trade secrets, but watch 2021 and tell me how many times Kenny checked the run protection. Just watch watch the game. It's one of my concerns to him coming out of college. He got better when the game freed up, when he was allowed to just play. And that's not the NFL. Mm-mm. It's not the NFL. Never will be. It, it, it's protection. Everything's on the quarterback. I mean, you got guys like Jimmy Morrissey in front of you calling out protections. You know, and and that was, that was how Mark Whipple designed the offense. If you watch it, I mean, you didn't see a lot of alert, alert, and there was a little bit of it. But... And then the other component is I don't know how it was being taught with Mac Canada, I, I don't know what they were trying to do at times. Is what's the system? What what are the rules? What's the structure? How how are what's our run solution? What's our protection adjustments? What what are we doing if we get a certain alert? What are the parameters? How's it being communicated to him? The that, the devil's in the details there, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm saying, and Sh- Shanahan McVeigh tree is very intriguing. Uh, because the, the really, I mean, there's been guys that go in and play in those systems that have been journeymen that have a lot of success because it's built for it and it's tried. It's true now. And you kind of know what you get
5: when you pay for it. I think they're, I mean, they're, they're all complicit in this. Canada's complicit in it. Yep. You know, cause there, how many times do you see Kenny like looking over the side like, come on, let's go. give me the play. Come on. I, I got to get this faster. That's on them. It's on Tomlin for having such a conservative plan with Kenny, that he, it had to be in his head. Like, okay, I can't make a mistake. Not that any quarterback wants to make a mistake, but I can't. I can't even let this loose because I can't turn it over. I can't mm-hmm. turn it over. Can't turn it over. Can't turn it over. I think that all of that plays into what we saw from Kenny and it, that offensive coordinator. We we've discussed how important of a hire they've got to have. Damn near autonomy to come in and say. This is what we're doing. yeah. Mike, bear with me. We are go- we might make some mistakes, but this is what we got to do.
4: From the offense that I've been in, I- I've never seen any successful offense where it's like, okay, this is where you got to go. This is how you got to do it, and this is what we're going to do. Every offense I've been in that has been successful is open within the offense. You get to the line, you see a front, you see a blitz. You, you But there you... are
5: questions if he was allowed to change plays. But
4: uh, maybe there was only one, one thing that he could change to. The autonomy, like you said, of playing quarterback is like okay. Well, I know that we have four protections, and I'm going to pick the best one that I feel is necessary in the moment. Not just one protection that if we see a certain look that that's the only one I have and don't have a plan B, plan plan C. Like you have to have the the open offense within the offense for the quarterback to actually do his things. Like in you know, like you guys are kind of saying though, I don't know if Kenny has the ability to do that individually. But in order to be successful and to improve you got to learn how to do that in the NFL.
5: And all 11 need to be on the same page if you're going to have a lot of different audibles and 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 different reads everybody has to be up to speed with what the offense is doing and I don't think that happened with that Steeler offense. Well
6: either. well and and there's uh, there's different ways to do these things uh, mechanically, right? I mean, you you look at some of these teams that motion and shift and they're manipulating defenses it, by by nature of their uh, of the amount of things they do pre snap, it, it's it's harder for them to to make adjustments because it's it's later in the snap count and things of that na- that nature. When you're more static, which the Steelers have been pretty static, a defense can do whatever they want. Sit there. I mean, they just sit there to disguise. <laughs> they do all these things. You, there's no tells. There's no information that a quarterback's getting where you motion and you can see. Him, you hear Romo saying all the time. It's man's man's own information. All those things. That you you, you you help a quarterback. You 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 lessen the burden on the quarterback to look for a tip or a guy's alignment's a half yard off the hash so I know they might be spinning to three deep or whatever it may be.
5: So something as silly as a, as a tight end taking two steps one way and then going two steps the other will give, inf- give some oh, of that information. Yeah, I mean, oh,
6: yeah. You, you, you see how a, you, you motion a back out of the backfield and how they adjust. Is there a displacement or a shift? Or if you bring up – you see a lot of motions in the NFL now where you see a guy start inside and then have motion out. It's kind of almost like an expansion motion where you see, is is someone running with them or is a corner sliding out? All of a sudden you get a matchup with George Pickens on a linebacker. You know, Are you creating those types of scenarios for the quarterback to say, ah, I got this, or ah, I got to get out of this play, or this is their blitz look, or what have you. Keeping it concise enough for a young player to feel like it's not too much um, but there's enough answers that you're not in a bad play. I mean, and again, I don't want to project college to pro. It's not fair. Kenny's stats, his first four years, three years at Pitt or four years at Pitt, were pedestrian at best. 2020 was a different year. Obviously, he was hurt for a period of time. Pedestrian at best. Something clicked. Something clicked, and it took year three with Mark Whipple for it to happen. Um, but that was a quarterback-friendly offense. Mark Whipple's a quarterback guy. You know, I I think this this pick is just it's it's so important, this coordinator pick and what they're able to do with him. And again, the more the more I speak about it, the more I think that finding out what you have in Kenny Pickett may be as important important as winning right now because beating who you're talking about probably isn't gonna happen more often than not if you don't have a dude at quarterback. They don't need to be as good as Mahomes.
4: But you better be able, be able to be in the fight. Where does Art II think that Kenny Pickett needs to improve? We'll hear from him next. But first, a Bechdel headline.
1: Pitt basketball tonight, tomorrow rather, against Wake Forest. Pitt coverage here on the fan begins at 630. Duquesne is home to Chicago State. West Virginia is home to Cincinnati. Penguins through 46 games currently in the All-Star break. The All-Star game is this upcoming Saturday. All-Star weekend beginning at 3 p.m. 51 total points. It's 6 out of a wild card spot. Pens are tied for 5th in the Metropolitan Division with the New Jersey Devils and the Washington Capitals and currently trail the 2nd place Carolina Hurricanes by 10 points. The 3rd place Philadelphia Flyers by 5. Headlines, Proper Bowser and Genesis Monroeville now open. For more go to 937thefan.com
2: The -the on-the-field learning is something that you can expect progress from more so than intangibles. I mean, intangibles, you sort of either have them or you don't. And so, uh, you know, his ability to develop, uh, you know, be able to see the field and read defenses quickly, those are things you can develop with experience. And, you know, I think you you look around the league, you see that happening with young quarterbacks who first couple years they're kind of finding their way, and then all of a sudden third or fourth year in they, you know, it clicks. And so that's, that's what
4: you need to see. Fair morning show brought to you by Armstrong comfort with Matt Mertz plumbing, Thorne Dickerson, Pat Bostic, Jeff Hathorne, Austin Bechtold here with you. And, you know, guys, we were just, you know, talking about that obviously with Kenny Pickett and what he's seeing and even just at the quarterback position, uh, what you see and how can you get better from one year to the next and, you know, slowing the game down is one thing, but you know, you have to be able to dictate As at the quarterback position, you have to be able to dictate, get beads, get uh, you know, uh, uh, different ways that guys move, different ways that guys, uh, you know, defenses might um, disguise some certain things and blitz and things of that nature. Um, That's a lot. It is. It's a lot for a young quarterback to handle and not making excuses at all because you see that you know C.J. Stroud handled it pretty well. You see, you know, some of the young players handled it handle it pretty well, but. Whenever you're within an offense that is broken, it's harder to discern what you're doing and what's in front of you because you don't really have outs and there's no rhyme or reason to why you're running the offense the way you're running it. And I felt that this year. I felt that, not making excuses. Like I said, for Kenny, obviously he needs to be better and sometimes you got to go outside the box, but there's just no rhyme or reason for why they were running certain plays underneath Matt Canada. And like Pat said earlier, it is very, very crucial to find that right guy as the offensive coordinator, for them to fix this issue and move forward and build and, and build Kenny up and develop him in the right way.
5: You know, if, if a guy like Arthur Smith is indeed the offensive coordinator and, and his background and, and what he's done with the offenses, he's had a lot of success. He, you know, he could take a a rushing offense and make it successful and make play action successful. He made Ryan Tannehill a lot of money. I mean, that, that, that needs to be said. But if that's the case, that quarterback coach better be somebody – that can really inspire because from what we saw in Atlanta, like he didn't have that. And, and Kenny needs that type of person around him.
6: He does. I mean, you know, again, you just, uh, I'm going off of memory here, but just looking at all the outbreaking routes that, that they threw earlier in the year. And I mean, how challenging it is when, when you're in the National Football League. First of all, the outbreaking routes are inherently farther throws because the hashes are, are closer together. So everything's the middle of the field, so they're, they're longer throws and you've got defenses that know that you're going to run, you know, you're going to run go routes, you're going to run comebacks, you're going to run square outs, short, you know, short Puma comebacks. If I'm a corner, I'm sitting inside all day long, and I, I know I know you're not running in there. I know you're not running – you might run a slant here or there. So you become incredibly predictable, and they're harder throws. So, you know, does this offensive coordinator have a history of the deep crossing routes, the things that you just – you watch – playoff football and they're everywhere they're absolutely everywhere Um, I do think it was an uphill battle for Kenny not making I'm not excusing his his poor play Um, but but this coordinator combination with this quarterback coach yeah it's I don't think there's more ways we could say it's absolutely pivotal and part of that is what is their track record with quarterback play what are what is their track record with improving performance if there's a if there's a history of taking quarterbacks and helping them improve they' they're vaulting to the top of my list as a play caller
4: coming up next uh there's somebody out there that i feel needs to be talked about more in regards to being one of the best athletes we'll talk about that next but
1: first a bechtold headline The Steelers have submitted paperwork to host reportedly either the 2026 or 27 NFL draft. The Green Bay Packers will host the 2025 NFL draft, but 26 and 27 up for grabs. Owner Art Rooney II said yesterday the Steelers are interested in hosting the draft very soon. Headlines of Papa Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville now open. For more, go to 93.7thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania.
4: As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Must be 21 and over. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doran Dickerson here with you. Pat Bostick. Jeff Hathorne. Austin Bechtold. Austin, how's your morning going? You good? Pretty good, yeah.
1: Not bad? Not bad. You have a good weekend? I did, yes. Anything fun? A couple of things. Doran, I I don't know if I should hold this until Friday for the breakdown or if I should talk about it now. Eh, I'll hold it for the breakdown.
6: You can't just do that. I know. <laughs> Sorry for the uh, stepping on your update there. With
1: All right, we'll bring it back up for the breakdown. How about this? So I wore, a, my, I wore my Kobe Bryant jersey to the Baldwin basketball game that right. I went to on Saturday. A lot of comments? Yes, a lot. How about somebody later on in the night offered me $500 for my jersey? I would have definitely did sold it. you take it. it? No. Why? I did not. Priceless. 500 bucks? 500 bucks for my Kobe Bryant jersey. Dang. You get
6: another one, and you'd be net 400 bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I
5: know. That's what I thought. You wanted it a little higher because it was celebrity worn.
1: Uh, I don't just, know about you that. Me just said
6: get, give me a 1,000, and I'll, I'll, I'll autograph it for you. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll just, wow, 500 bucks. 500 bucks. I didn't take it. I'd say it was yeah, priceless. You should, you, you Do you know, you know, know who that
6: person is? There. You might want to call him back. I think
4: you messed up.
1: That's all right. You should have taken that. I got it like three days after he died. So it was like a sentimental thing. Okay. Well,
6: that, you
4: know what? Okay. Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. That makes sense. A 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler. Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. There's a comparison uh, that Greg Brown put out yesterday back told You want to read that comparison and uh, let's kind of decipher who is who and who should be talked about more.
1: Yeah, so last week Joe Maurer was elected to the Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Famer, catcher, fantastic player for the Minnesota Twins. So he played fifteen years in the league. Over eighteen hundred games, over twenty one hundred hits. He had 143 home runs, nine hundred and twenty-three RBIs, fifty-two stolen bases, over a thousand runs scored. So he's played fifteen years. Who else has played fifteen years? Andrew McCutcheon is going into season sixteen. And numbers wise McCutcheon's got him beat over 2,000 games, over 2,000 hits, 2,048 exactly. You'd imagine that McCutcheon with another 100 or so hits this year will exceed Joe Maurer. He is doubling his home run total. McCutcheon is one away from 600 home runs, and no center fielder, five center fielders, rather, total in all of baseball, their primary position being center field, have ever hit 300 home runs. Six of them are in the Hall of Fame. 1,045 RBIs compared to 923 for Maurer. 216 stolen bases compared to Maurer's 52. But again, a catcher. Defense, obviously a priority. Both have won MVPs. McCutcheon has scored over 1,100 runs. That'll be at about 1,200 probably in May of this year. He has a higher OPS and a higher OPS plus than Joe Maurer. And people think Andrew McCutcheon is a borderline Hall of Famer, mainly because he's an outfielder. He plays a premier offensive position where Joe Mauer, catcher, is not a premier offensive position. That's just the reality of it. It's becoming more and more of an offensive position, but defense is mainly the priority. And I mean, think about it. We saw that so much this past year when Henry Davis was playing right field Mm. so that Jason DeLay could catch, so that Austin Hedges could catch in May and June because he knew how to command a staff, and everyone said that Henry Davis and Andy Rodriguez even were not ready for it.
4: Why are we not talking about Andrew McCutcheon being a Hall of Famer more? I mean, if you listen to the numbers right there, like why is he not being brought up of a future Hall of Famer? Like legitimately, why is it just a bubble? Why is he on the line? And why why is it 50-50? Like how is he not a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame?
5: He played in Pittsburgh. He, He was in three playoff series with the Pirates. I mean, that's why winning matters. I think that's a big, plus he doesn't have that one eye popping stat. He doesn't have like the crazy stolen base, crazy hits, crazy home runs. There's
4: only, there's only five other guys in the history at center. When you combine them all,
5: but that's what I'm saying. Like nationally, what's the one thing? Like he never hit 50 home runs. He never had that thing where you're like, wow. I mean, nationally it's like, oh yeah, he was the guy who helped the pirates in the playoffs, which was great. And I think McCutcheon's one of the top four pirates of all time.
6: Without question.
5: As far as his impact on the organization. But the reason I, I think you don't hear it is people don't how many people in New York know what the hell the pirates have been doing for the last forty years? Or in LA or other other markets that seem to set the tone for these type of talks?
4: I mean, but whenever you, go, whenever you go through the numbers, though, I mean, right? I, I get winning does matter. That matters a lot. But this is an individual award. This is an individual honor. And I feel like individually, he's, I mean, there's only five other players at his position that have 300-plus home runs. He's going to get that this year. He's at 299 now. Um, I just, I, I get what you're saying. Like, nationally, it doesn't really strike a nerve for the things he's done. But if you actually look into it, you're like, oh, shoot. He actually has done a lot, and I just wonder why that he hasn't been talked about enough.
1: And, I mean, he did play for the Yankees for half right. a year. He played for San Francisco. He played in a big market in Philadelphia for a couple of years. They've seen him, but he necessarily hasn't been on the big stage where if he can help but the he Pirates. But he was a star on those teams. Does that work true?
6: against him that he didn't play his entire career in Pittsburgh?
1: Joe Mauer played his entire career in he Minnesota. He played
6: 15 years in Minnesota. Mm. He got seventy percent. seventy six percent of the vote for first ballot. I don't think McCutchen's the first ballot Hall of Famer.
4: No,
5: I don't, I don't no think chance. Maurer is either. Right, but I think they're both. I think they both deserve, given what they've done for their organizations, each of them, and the way they've handled themselves. If if that matters at all, there's an integrity clause. I think both of those guys pass that. So test. we
6: say the catcher position is becoming more of an offensive position. Does it say something that Mauer is a three time AL batting champion at catcher? 6, 8, and 9. I mean, those are years that catchers just don't have.
1: Right? He hit 365 one
6: year. And Cutch doesn't have that one year where there's just – I think he's a Hall of Famer at some point. I think, to your point, he, he's met more to this city in terms of baseball revival in, in the last – I mean, because there hasn't been much life there in a long time. But, yeah, Mauer's a favorable comparison when it comes to, like, a non World Series winning, excellent player,
5: but Kutch
6: is more of an uphill battle.
5: I mean, it. it I think he belongs in there absolutely. Plus, you know, he's still playing, so yes. he's not. He's not up for. You know,
4: for eligibility yet. Yeah, so. but just even the conversation. I feel like that the conversation is just. Eh, you know, I, I feel like it should be ramped up just a little bit more, knowing that he is. He is. He's trending towards the end of his career. That's just me. I'm not I'm not being biased either. I I, I mean when I look at the numbers here I have them right in front of me and I see a guy that's a first ballot that was a catcher and I see cutch's numbers who's still playing. It's different positions, I get that. I just it, it's hard for me not to think about how people couldn't be talking about him more as his time does dwindle down as an MLB baseball player. Coming up next, Art the second said yesterday, don't count this guy out just yet. We'll talk about that and hear from Art next. But first, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Troll Blazer. Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Today, high of 42 with a low of 31 and partly cloudy skies. Cloudy skies tomorrow and a high of 42.
0: What up? It's Crowley here for the Hampton Beer Outlet. You need beer and there's one place to go. Like I said, Hampton
4: Beer Outlet, Route 8 in Hampton. They got the best prices around. It's not a dark and dingy beer distributor. No, 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 no. It's an adult playground. They got
1: everything you want, over 1,000 beers in stock. Domestics, crafts, local beers, even non-alcoholic beers. They got it all. Best prices around. Drive a
4: little, save a lot. Route 8 in Hampton.